Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on the Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL, and most importantly. Download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We're here to recap the week that was in Week 14, but more importantly, preview the week ahead in Week 15 because there was 37 COVID cases on Monday. So good luck on this one. Um, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Pediatric and my co-host, as usual, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty solid, man. I mean, you know, I think this is a new single-day high. Uh, yes. across the league. Yes. So, um, you know, I mean, people being a little less careful. It's also the winter time, you know, weeks after Thanksgiving, people got together. Right, right. Exactly. So I guess it's not that shocking. It just, you know, and a lot of these guys that have tested positive today are going to be okay by Sunday, but you know, the Thursday night game, uh, we're going to have no Rashawn Slater, uh, Austin Eckler looking questionable. So there's a lot going on right now. Yep, that'll be a fun one to when we get to the preview, and then on, obviously later this week on the Thursday showdown show that we always do. That'll make things uh, spicy this week. We got Saturday football this week to to make things more fun to really mess with your setting lineups and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, it's wild, wild times out there for sure. So let's just get a quick recap of the week, Bogman, as we like to do. Um, you know, Vikings on Thursday night. We kind of already hinted on that earlier, but they they got the job done. Uh, against your Steelers, but your Steelers made a heck of a comeback to make it at least an interesting football game for you. Yeah, you know, uh, there's there's this gif of um, the, like Tiny Tim from Futurama. It's a robot version of him, and he says, "You raise my hopes and dash them quite expertly. Great job, were well done, sir." Something like that. That's exactly what my Steelers did here. Twenty nine nothing. It was my first ever uh, Steelers stream that I did for uh, my guys on the ITL Patreon, and. You know, they didn't really get to see me go crazy for three quarters and then a whole quarter of it. So, you know, um, they made a fast and furious comeback. Only team in NFL history that has been down nine points and had a chance to tie with um, uh, time uh, running out on the clock with the last play of the game and just couldn't do it. Frimuth couldn't haul it in. So uh, Dalvin Cook, amazing. Justin Jefferson, amazing. Uh, Roethlisberger had, you know, one one more game left in him there. So uh, it was a fun one, but um, not so much. You know, it, it was one of those, you know, if you turn that game off, you might want to go turn it back on. It was one yeah, of those. Definitely. And more importantly, Bogman beat me yet again. So don't, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> I just, wasn't even he, mentioning that. So. He, I, I was going to be nice. I didn't mention that or Chase Claypool. So it, it was it was fun because that was all anybody could talk about for like 48 hours afterwards. Yeah, my Steelers um, podcast that I listened to all about is two hours long, about 45 it, minutes on Chase yeah, Claypool. It was so. everywhere. It, it was everywhere. I can only imagine a Steelers-based podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Let's say the Sunday where we had more good times. Uh, Washington, they came back. They tried to make it a game with Dallas, but they lost by seven. Taylor uh, Heineke has a messed up ankle. That's something to monitor this week. Gibson had a down game, but it was kind of once they fell behind early. We know the way Washington has a game script. Kind of messes with that one. Uh, T-Mac, uh, T Mac, whatever you want to call him, he got uh, banged up as well. So that's that's something to monitor this week. 
it was it was an interesting one, Boggs. At least there's COVID, you know. So uh, t- Tony Pollard didn't play in this game uh, because of the plantar fascia. Baby on Wisconsin. But but they're saying that they uh, are feeling pretty positive about him playing this weekend. And uh, Zeke went in here already less than 100 percent and exited with a new back injury. So I think he's going to be fine because he's Zeke and he's just always fine. But it, in the season long, I mean, there's just close to nothing on the wire. So you probably have to roll him there. But, um, you know, DFS, he's definitely going to be an avoid this week unless we just hear rave reviews from his practice that he's totally fine and blah, blah, blah. But I just can't imagine that's coming. Yeah, he's been an avoid for me most of this year because he's priced up and he's on timeshare. So I'll just cross that one off for me. But like, I was only half kidding about Corey Clement. Depending on the depth of your, oh, he was and, good. And your situation, he might get some run if Pollard's out again because he basically filled the Pollard role. Was, like Obviously, Zeke got hurt, so that made a difference. But even early on, he was getting like that every other uh, He had 14 touches, and, yeah, and so he had more his. than Zeke. So, yep. so he's definitely on the table for sure. Uh, Titans took care of business as uh, the Jaguars. Urban Myers just look worse and worse every week when you don't think it's possible. So not a whole lot I think to touch on in that one box. I mean, the one thing that made me feel okay were the Urban Meyer memes. So, oh, yeah. you know, that, that made me feel one. better. Uh, did, you see, did, you see, did you see the always sunny one with the board with it spelled out his name? Like, let's get that. Uh, did you see that one? <laughs> no. Okay, I'll I can't that imagine one. that. It's great. Like so the good. dentist system one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's the urban okay. system. So good. So I mean, good. the players have given up for Jacksonville. They don't want to play for this guy anymore. Uh, There's rumors about him calling his assistant coaches losers, which he, of course, says that it's not true. But, I mean, he's not a trustworthy source at this point. So, um, you know, I I don't know, man. I don't think there's anything good going on in Jacksonville, and there's just barely anything going good in Tennessee. So this was a crap game. Yep, Seahawks, Texans, Seahawks get the job done. Started out slow. Davis Mills, I'll give him credit, didn't look horrible in this game. 300 like yards. Yeah. He looked decent. He looked decent. He was moving the football. Jacks took care of business late. Rashad Penny might be viable down the stretch here. This is the, this is the football year we're living in, folks. Yeah, I mean, look, Rashad Penny was good for a game. Uh, I don't know if I trust him enough to roll him out this week. We'll see. Uh, but, um, you know. Uh, I, I guess this is the one healthy game that we get from him this year. So we'll take it. Yeah. Chiefs uh, took care of business against the Raiders. Raiders gave him some uh, easy situations and defensive touchdowns early. The uh, Chiefs capitalized and just kept pounding it away at them. Hunter Renfro, big game for the Raiders, though. I still don't believe the Chiefs are back yet. That's the problem. Well, look, uh, Mahomes only had to throw the ball 24 yeah. times. He completed 20 of them. So um, by that sense, they were back against the Raiders, but they stomped the Raiders earlier this year. Yep. And the Raiders also uh, going to midfield and stomping on the logo pregame is just one of the more idiotic things I think I've ever seen. But um Look, uh, you know, Clyde edwards Lair got in the end zone twice. They got to go to Derek Gore late because, you know, they were up by so much. So just not a lot to pull from this yeah. game outside of, like you said, Renfro. Um, Renfro just becoming the guy. He's, you know, I don't know that he's a one, but for this team right now, he's their number one option uh, of anything. So uh, he's a pretty good start, but I expect his price to reflect that in DFS this week as well. Yeah, I already peaked ahead in that. So he's like $7,400. If he was Next. 61 last week, folks, keep that in mind. Yeesh. Um, Saints, Jets, Kamara came back. Kamara looked outstanding. Yeah, Kamara, uh, 27 carries, Taysom Hill with the two touchdowns as well. The problem is, is there is no one else you can start. I mean, Nick Vanette, maybe as a cheap, you know, prey option, go ahead. 
the Jets look maybe half a percent better than the Jags, right? Mm-hmm. So um, not At least a lot. The Jets there have either. injuries; they can blame it on. <laughs> and Michael Carter uh, expected back this week, That's so big. You know, big. Uh, that could be that could be big for him. At least that gives him one viable starter. So. Uh, Falcons Panthers Falcons 21 21 Cam Newton benched starts the second half benched again that's the weirdest thing DJ Moore continued to get peppered but he left with a hamstring injury he's day-to-day um, and the Falcons they got the job done it's a Russell Gage season as you keep saying every week he is balling out Russell Gage and Cordell Patterson played uh, I can't believe it he had 18 touches on 30 snaps I believe it was mm-hmm. so uh, I don't know why his snap percentage is so low. I, I don't know if this is a let's save him for next year. It's a or... concentrated effort. I saw something from the head coach that said he's uh they're trying to basically not run him into the ground type thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess at least we have a reasoning now behind it, so that's nice. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, the Falcons are weird. Like you said, Russell Gage is fine. Uh, they said they're gonna split. Uh. Cam Newton and PJ Walker moving forward. Matt rule did like he's at Baylor and not in the NFL. So don't know what that's all about, but I don't like it. So, I mean, the Panthers just overall, you know, Chuba Hubbard fumbled twice. So Amir Abdullah got more snaps. DJ Moore's hurt. They're going to be in a void for me. Yeah. It's gonna be a tough one. Tough one for sure. Ravens Browns Browns hang on 24, 22. They're absolutely dominating this football game, like dominating. But uh, I tweeted it out Monday morning and people, at least I think people starting to get my sense of humor after all these years. Finally, <laughs> I said I didn't get to watch a lot of football. I caught up on football, and all I did notice that apparently Huntley's better than Lamar Jackson. That's all. Oh God, thank God people <laughs> know you're kidding. Um, look, the the most aggravating part of this game was the spread was Cleveland by two and a half, mm-hmm. and they win by two. I think that was the thing that uh, pissed me off the most. But yeah, look, uh, with no Lamar, the Ravens are a different team. Tyler Huntley. You know, the whole reason Tyler Huntley is the backup is because he has a similar skill set to Lamar. So they don't have to change the offense. You know, we talked about that with Tennessee. They didn't really do what I thought they they needed to, but they also didn't need to do it to beat Jacksonville. So I don't know if that means they're going to come in with a different game plan against Pittsburgh this week or not. But it's the same deal. Baltimore doesn't now. Even if Lamar is out, they don't have to change the playbook. It's still going to be a lot of Devontae Freeman, a lot of Tyler Huntley running, and Rashad Bateman had a huge game here. Mark Andrews was big in the second half, and hopefully um, Marquise Brown can get open uh, for a big one next week. So uh, we'll see. But, you know, uh, the Ravens offense is at least viable with the backup quarterback, unlike the Saints, who with Taysom Hill, it's just Taysom and Kamara. That's all you can trust. Yeah, Taysom couldn't throw it at all. It was bad, bad. But um, yeah, Huntley, messed up t- finger. He couldn't throw it in the first place, mallet, and then the messed mallet up finger. Mallet, he had the Russell Wilson, but Wilson had surgery. Taysom just runs. Um, the diff, the, the funny thing is Huntley. Now this is twice we've seen him this year, and he's been very viable twice, like you said. So that's uh, that's very promising. I haven't looked at his price yet, but he's still going to be pretty darn cheap, I'd imagine. So that's definitely something to have some fun with uh, this weekend. Giants, Chargers, Chargers had a lot of fun with the Giants in this one. We saw Guyton go off. We saw Palmer go off. We saw Williams have his fun. Uh, Eckler got hurt, but they said later on that if it was important, he could have played. Wasn't that big a deal. They were just dominating, so why run him out there? Um, You know, some garbage time for the Giants, but overall the Chargers dominated this football game. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing that stood out to me, number one, was that might have been the best pass I've ever seen in my life from Herbert. The rainbow to Guyton. It was was unbelievable. 60 yards in the air, dropped it right in the bucket. It was phenomenal. One of the best passes I've ever seen in my life. And 
Guess what happened, pub? You gave the football to Saquon Barkley 18 times, and he gets 95 yards and into the end zone. Most of those were garbage time, though, so it's just... I don't care. They gave, you know, (laughs) look, garbage time is... Counts counts for fantasy, baby. It all counts the same, dude. So, uh, and look, Booker looked good, too. Uh, You know, a lot of his was garbage time, too, like when you're playing pass because... They can't run, and, you know, he gets seven yards per carry, but who cares? You know, uh, 12 touches and over 80 yards. So we like that for uh, for Booker. The passing game has nothing. Mike Glennon is terrible, and um, I don't know, man. There's just not a lot there for them outside of Barkley. So we'll see. Yeah, and it looks like Danny Dimes is probably out for this week in his skin. So yeah, he ain't coming back anytime soon. And it's just look, insert Nancy Reagan. There's no reason. Memes all over Twitter. It's fun. Yeah. Um. Lions, Broncos, Broncos just take care of business. This is a tilting team, but it was the Lions. You mentioned the letdown spot. It kind of followed suit. Javante and Melvin both went off, which made it fun and tilting at the same time. Other <laughs> than that, like the passing game wasn't that exciting. It was all about the running backs. In this one for well, me. dude, Teddy Bridgewater is the worst. So yeah, it's getting I, worse and worse each week. Dude, he can't get the ball. And Judy was under 10 points again in PPR. Um, I, you know, uh, Cortland Sutton had two targets, one catch for nine yards. It's just pathetic's Villa Teddy. So, and he's still better than Drew Locke, which is just unbelievable. Um, it's all about the run game here. Gordon and Javante and uh, Gordon left this game with a sprained thumb. So we'll see if he's going to be able to play. If not, it's Javante season again. Um, look, Detroit tried as they might, but like you said, it's a letdown spot. But I tell you what has come your out boy, last two weeks. Boy. Amonra St. Brown, Mm -hmm. the last two weeks, has had 24 targets. The previous weeks, 1 through 12, 50 total. So he's almost halfway there in the last two weeks. So um, uh, just a great effort from him. But Craig Reynolds was okay. You know, uh, Godwin Iguibike dropped the – put the ball in the dirt twice. He only lost one, and the other one didn't count because it was out of bounds. But – Dude put the ball in the dirt too many times. So if Jamal Williams is back, he's going to be fine. I know they want DeAndre Swift to come back. I don't think it's going to happen. This There's year. no reason. No reason at all. There's no reason, but I think what you're getting out of Campbell is he wants to see your fight. That, yeah. That's This is like the classic Dick Vermeil first year in L.A. He, or he's St. evaluating Louis, for the, his future. He's like, is this the team I want to keep going with or do I need to like make changes? Right, the effort, the guys that want to play, those are the guys yeah. that are going to stick around. The other guys are not. So I think that's kind of why we might see uh, DeAndre Swift on the field again. Uh, you know, even though there is no need to play him. So, um, but the Broncos, it's just the run game with Detroit, Amon or St. Brown, and Jamal uh, Williams or um, uh, Swift if he's back. But I doubt either one of them play this week. Yeah, two fun overtime games to wrap up the week. Uh, the Sunday main slate. Uh, Niners Bengals Niners let the Bengals creep back into this one missed a field goal to win it went to overtime but eventually got the job done Kittle is amazing watching that game I actually sat and watched a lot of that game the dude he literally is the, to me he probably is the best tight end in football like the way especially the way Kelsey's playing right now Kittle's so darn good and then you had Ayuk starting to do his thing Debo's back it was fun to watch but Jamar Chase had a big game too it's a good football game after a slow start yeah, I mean, uh, the, the Bengals gave us a scare, but uh, we were big Niner fans this weekend, and we got the escalator of sadness, so we love that. Um, Cincinnati losing at home, these are the things I have to celebrate because my team's not good enough to beat Cincinnati, so I will freely admit that, but um, I, I'm just a little confused with what is going on with Debo. Like, he scored again, which salvaged this yeah. day, right? But 
Um, one catch for 22 yards. Why not give him more than uh, one target? Maybe if he's catching one yeah, for using 22. Using him in the backfield a lot. It's weird, man. Yeah, 4.6 yards per carry is great and everything, and the score yep. is awesome. And I know he's the best running back on the team, but he's also the best player. So let's get him out there. Hopefully Eli Mitchell's back. And with Mitchell and Wilson back, then, you know, Debo should move back to wide receiver, which is, um, sure. you know, uh, yeah, he'll still have some runs for sure, but he shouldn't get eight, you know, yeah. maybe three or four, and then the rest should be uh, receiving. But who knows what they're going to do with him. So uh, Cincinnati is your usual suspects. Higgins, Chase scored twice. Mixon couldn't quite get rolling, but Burrow was big in the second half. So yep. uh, rinse, repeat, repeat, Bengals offense is great. Yes, they are. And then the Bucks, Bills, Bills came back. And the Bucks were were leading early. Bills creep back in, forced overtime, but uh, Tommy got it done in the end. A lot of controversy in this game, though, when it comes to the officiating. But uh, maybe a, <clears throat> I doubt it's a matchup we see again. But maybe we never know. So it was a good one. I mean, it's on the table for sure. Yep. But the Bills got to figure it out, dude. Like I, I this was my con- conspiracy theory that I told the Welsh, and you tell me if you you believe me here. I think Sean McDermott. In the first half of this game, I think he was so mad about the three passes. He said, you know what? I'm going to win a game doing the opposite. We're not going to run it at all because we didn't see a run from a running back for the Bills until the third quarter. The first one was on a fake punt, by the way, by Breida. And then after that, we only saw, I believe it was six other running back carries in this game. It was all, you know, Josh Allen had over 100 yards rushing. So very, very weird, but I mean, come on, dude, Leonard Fournette got me my touchdown that I called. So love that. Godwin has gone off two weeks in a row and Tom Brady is that he's actually minus in some spots for an yeah. MVP now. So it's just pretty clear that he's going to win it. Yeah, it's his to lose, his to lose. Uh, Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. Bears gave him a scare. First half gave him a scare. That's for sure. Justin Fields was we, we said it on like every show we did together last week. Bog, like we want to see Justin Fields back and putting on a show he did just that that was great but in the end aaron Rodgers four passing touchdowns he got some rushing from jones and dylan jones got a little banged up again something to monitor but uh aaron Rodgers, man like i know people probably get annoyed by my love for the man but he's so freaking good yeah look aaron Rodgers is a weirdo but it doesn't matter if you're a weirdo if you're a great football player right i agree a lot of the stuff he does off the fields i'm I'm not a fan look as long as none of it's illegal it doesn't matter so he might be a drama queen and all that nonsense but who cares guy throws touchdowns four touchdowns here uh i love how you know i didn't see that jones got nicked up again i guess he did eight touches it makes sense but i mean eight touches gave him 65 yards and two scores he looked great yeah, we'll absolutely take it. Devontae Adams just continues to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. Not a surprise to see him uh, go off here. And look, there's I know I know the Bears are sick and tired of hearing about silver lining, and I I get it. You know, your team is bad. You don't want to hear the positives. You just want the the negatives to be gone here. But silver lining is you got it. You got a good one in fields, yes, and he looks one. like he could be. Uh, a real dude. So, um, you know, let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope he doesn't turn into Trubisky. So, and the and the Monday Night Football, the Rams, even with losing Higby and and uh, and the others, Daryl Henderson, yeah, Henderson, everybody to COVID, and I wouldn't be surprised if more guys come out in the coming days. Um, Rams win thirty to twenty three in Arizona. And this is a game we said Arizona need to let people know they're for reals, and they they didn't. So, um, big game for the Rams. OBJ three straight games with touchdowns now. 
shout out to Cliff Kingsbury for kicking that field goal for to put this game over. So uh, love, love that. Um, look, this is what I said needed to happen. I said, look, if the Rams want to, you know, prove that they're a contender, they have to go out and beat Arizona on the road because Arizona beat them in L.A. And it's exactly what they did. So now uh, they're on track to at least be a contender for that number one seed. So, um, you know, Rams did it. Uh, the uh, Cardinals made a real interesting at the end. Kyler Murray, 383 um, passing yards along with uh, a bunch rushing too. what he have 61 led them in rushing. Mm -hmm. So a huge game for him. AJ Green showed up uh hopkins still not a hundred percent but uh, led in targets so uh looks like the offense is coming around even though we thought we we're gonna get chase edmonds and he ended up not playing yeah he didn't play and i i know you mentioned that cooper cup dude's amazing absolutely yeah. amazing my goodness just i mean he, just watching records. him and Devonte are just crazy by the way did you see that brady tied a jerry rice record this week like overall touchdowns or something most touchdowns for a player over 40 with 10 oh, geez. because he re he did the sneak you know that's right put the ball right. over the line yep. so that's right yeah. <laughs> tom brady tommy brady he's gonna play does like 50 yeah um, he also got set the all-time completions record over drew Brees this week too he's so. gonna have all the records all of them yep so. That's going to be fun. But let's talk about the optimal, perfect lineup from DraftKings. If you want to check it out on your own or other FanDuel's or other slates or anything, LineStar Sports, everybody. Get the app or go to linestarapp.com and sign up over there. You can check all that good stuff out. But your main slate, 11-game DraftKings, perfect lineup would have been Josh Allen. With You mentioned over 100 rushing yards and everything. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Melvin Gordon got there. He outscored Javante, it looks like, or at least fits the mold. Uh, Rashad Penny put up nearly 30 DraftKings points, which is just bananas. I'm sure Ky everybody had Rashad Penny. Oh, I think I think I saw somewhere it's like four or five percent owned. I'm surprised he's that high. <laughs> really was. Um, Tyler Lockett had a big game over 30 points. Renfro went nuts. Josh Palmer at 3K, the bare minimum, put up 17.6 points. You had George Kittle, Mark Andrews once again a double tight end week. We've been seeing that a little more and more these days, so that makes a lot of sense. And then the Chiefs defense, 24 DraftKings points. Which is crazy. Did anything surprise you here besides maybe Rashad Penny, I guess? No, I mean, and, you know, the Rashad Penny didn't surprise me that much. Like, he is a good back. He just staying on the field is his bugaboo, right? Yeah. It's that, and, you know, they played the Texans. So it wasn't the most shocking running back performance I've ever seen, but it was surprising. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, knowing the stats and hearing the lineup, it makes a lot of sense. So, yep. No doubt about it. It's a perfect lineup, not the winning lineup. It's perfect lineups. Remember that, not the correlation people might expect. But those would have been your perfect lineups. But let's recap our plays from the week, Bogman, if you have them close by by chance. I do. Uh, quarterbacks. Who were your quarterbacks? I had Dak, Heineke, and Ryan Tannehill, and Tannehill did not pan out. Uh, Dak and Heineke were okay, but uh, there were plenty that were better. Taysom was better. You just mentioned Josh Allen was better. So uh, not a perfect day at quarterback. Yeah, I had Dak, Tommy, and Burrow, so I'll take it. I'll take those three. Yeah. Uh, especially Burrow and, and, and Tommy. I'll take those. Uh, running backs. I know we had a couple of similar ones, I believe, but who did you have? I had Fournette and Javante. Jamal Williams ended up not playing, though, so I didn't get him. Yeah, I had Fournette and Javante, and then I had Gibson. I wish he didn't play, but uh, the other two that we both had were very, very good. So that worked out well. When Lenny went uh, deep, that's what I'm going to call it, right out the gate. That was like, yep, good stuff. Good stuff, Lenny. <laughs> Uh, wide receiver, who'd you have? I had Russell Gage. Uh, I had CeeDee Lamb. And then my one that didn't hit was Emmanuel Sanders. Got a little banged up. 
Um, I had Higgins who got his PPR good stuff. Uh, DJ Moore, I'm telling you, I kept saying it like people don't like it because it's Cam. He peppers the heck out of him. So yeah. monitor the hamstring because he's PPR gold with doesn't matter who's quarterback, actually. And then Elijah Moore did not play. So that one did not happen. But we mentioned Gage. We mentioned a lot of them. So definitely options there as well. Uh, tight end position, what you got? Well, I had uh, Jared Cook who scored a touchdown, but my other two were duds and Vanette and Bates. Yeah, Cook was a dud for me as well. Then Schultz, or no, Cook was fine. Schultz was a dud. Only one catch. I was shocked. Yeah, I but know. I was, I was beyond shocked. Uh, that, that took me aback for a second there. Uh, defenses, who do you got? Uh, I don't think we picked defenses. Did we okay, pick maybe defenses? we didn't this last week. Perfect. I think I said Cincinnati was uh, a decent one. And I know we were the, both on Cleveland. Cleveland yeah, was one we Cle- liked a lot. Cleveland was, and yeah, they came Cleveland through. was one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came through in a big way. I think I had like them in every single lineup I built. So I was very, very happy with that. And then your stacks, like we talked Tampa Bay, Buffalo, obviously worked. San Francisco, Cincinnati worked. Washington, Dallas, eh. Then Seattle worked very well. Yeah, against Houston. Houston's pathetic. It's garbage. Garbage, as they say. All right, your week 15 preview. Before we get to that, make sure you check us out on the Line Star YouTube channel if you'd like to see our pretty faces talk to you about football. And then baseball is only like four months away. So it's just right around the corner. Um, so, so much fun over there at the Line Star uh, YouTube channel. A lot of good content coming up over there all the time. Or give us a rate and review on iTunes if you like, and that would be cool as well. Week 15, bye weeks, be gone. Done. No, no more bye weeks, folks. We have all the teams playing but caveat we saw thursday night we saw sunday night we saw monday night but now we got saturday we got two games on saturday as well to preview so let's run through these pretty quick again we'll have your picks and bets on thursday of your main slate preview on friday on thursday we'll also have a showdown slate for thursday night football which kicks off with the chiefs at the chargers afc west this is a big game and it's a bummer it's a short week game and like maybe no eckler and stuff this is a big bummer that's all i gotta say yeah, um, look, I think the Chiefs are going to dominate this game. I, I, I don't know that they're back all the way, but I think there are going to be enough pieces missing from the Chargers. We saw Rashawn Slater not playing already. Uh, Keenan Allen still a question mark. Um, Eckler, obviously, a question mark. I think there's going to be enough either not playing or less than 100% that uh, I just uh, I like the Chiefs in this game. The Chargers have been playing better. I just don't know if they're going to be right there with the Chiefs. Specifically, uh, defense, dude. Frank Clark looks yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> he he was the one who came around, and I think uh, well, I think Chris Jones got the first strip, but he had a couple of huge hits on uh, Derek Carr. So, um, yeah, I think the Chiefs win this one mainly on the back of their defense. That's the biggest thing. Is their defense is so so improved, and we keep saying it, and it's it's true. And unless the Chargers can show up and match their defense, it's going to be an interesting ballgame, to say the least. So looking forward to seeing how the injuries shake out when we get back to talking about this game later this week. Um, Raiders and the Browns on Saturday kicking things off for us. Can the Raiders get back? Man, it wasn't too long ago, Boggs, we were talking about the Raiders being potential playoff teams, like a wild card team. Now they're just trying to get the 500 to finish the season. It's rough, and the Browns are looking good. They're clicking. Yeah, um, look, I, I just, after what we saw from the Raiders, how can we trust them, right? It's not like I'm trusting the Browns, so I'm maybe picking the Raiders against the spread. I'll have to dig a little deeper into this game before I pick it. But I just, I think you can hand the ball off to Nick Chubb a bunch of times and win that way, and I think that's what Cleveland's going to do. You just mentioned what um, the sacks on car with the Chiefs. Miles Garrett's licking his chops right now. That's all Dude. i got to say. It's going to yeah. be a big one, so... Should be interesting, and we even saw the Dearness Johnson get some love because Chubb went down with an injury last week. And Hunt, he looked, yeah. I mean, Hunt, sorry, Hunt. Yeah, Chubb was fine. Hunt went down, and Johnson looked great again, man. Every time he's gotten a chance, 
he's one of those guys we talk about like every now and then in the offseason. They're like these backup guys that get paid. He's gonna get paid eventually. He, eventually. you know, he won them a game already. He won the Denver yeah. game on Thursday Night Football. They just and hand every the time ball he's had to a him chance, he's looked good. He's yeah. he's looked really good. So that's one to keep an eye on, even farther down the line after the season for future stuff. And then the other Saturday Night game, Patriots Colts. Like again, should be a great game. Uh, Patriots off a of bye. The Colts doing Colts things. Colts um, off a of bye too. Yeah, two so. two teams off a of bye. This should be like the this Thursday is smart. Game. See, this is smart scheduling. Well, this you should know? be the Thursday game. At least give the Chiefs and chargers the saturday night or something i mean you're like, not wrong yeah so. but uh this is interesting because like we just thought the patriots run the ball a million times I, I was looking for dfs like to write an article i forgot you can't really use last week's passing stats because that doesn't really help <laughs> tell a story anymore and then you got the colts man it's like which team do we get in this really really good team or this kind of struggling team should be a really good set saturday night well, game. i think hammer the under here right because two the, very uh, good defenses two very yeah, well good defenses. and not, off of not just the defenses but the running the, just the running both these true, teams the true. colts have taken the ball out of wentz's hands giving it to jonathan taylor more down the stretch here right and i think uh we just saw i mean i know the weather was obviously the biggest factor there but i think they also saw something yeah. in what they did so I, I would expect you know the Patriots game plan, I think every game is to throw the ball 15 times, if possible. If you have to throw more than that, okay. But 15 times, that's what you Well, want. if they're running it a lot, that means they're winning. Their defense is doing right. things, they're winning. That's all they care about. Exactly. So, uh, Sunday, heading to Sunday morning, Cowboys, Giants, another Cowboys going east again. I'm guessing they stayed back there. That'd be my guess, but never know. Jerry's got those private jets, so it's easy traveling for those boys. They Heck, they probably just left their, uh, their benches, their heated benches, and just flew them over to New York for the night. I'm assuming you saw that stuff, but um, Cowboys Giants thoughts. Um, I just think the Cowboys were on this one. I know the spread is already gigantic. We get no Danny Dimes. Um, you know the uh, the Cowboys are clicking a little bit right now, so I don't think this is much of a contest. I think this is a murdering. Yeah, this is a game that should not exist in, for anybody. This is something you if you had to go like we talked about Little Nicky. I can't remember what show recently. This would be a punishment if you had to watch the Texans and Jags. <laughs> yes. Uh, Texans and Jags. This is, um, I mean. A battle for the number one pick? Uh, no. Uh, maybe. I, I think oh, the it's Lions just... are still there. The Lions, I forgot. I, I feel the Lions are better than both these teams. Well, they are. Uh, they, they, I <laughs> mean, the, the record doesn't thing. show up, but they're definitely better. Oh, man. Look, I think what we want in this is more Brandon Cooks, right? I think Brevin Jordan got a bunch of targets. That yep. was nice for Houston. Um, let's just see Jacksonville give the ball to James Robinson 50 times. That's all what we are, want. What are the headlines going to be like when Davis Mills outplays Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Urban Meyer fired. Yeah, I, it, I, I foresee it happening. I, this is it. Yeah. yeah, this last game. They're going to lose to Houston. He gets canned after that. I hope so. Uh, Titans, Steelers. Actually, I don't. I want two more weeks to make fun of them. Titans, <laughs> Steelers. Um, this is a great game for your Steelers to get a big, big win. I know it's not the same Titans team, but... It's going to be a big win. Dude, the Titans are favored in this game, which Crazy. Uh, Crazy I know talk. the Steelers are bad. You know, they're not a good team, but I do think they're better than the current um, uh, Titans. Look, if Derrick Henry was healthy, the Titans win this game 48 nothing. They just oh, handed to him the 50 times. I mean, we saw what Dalvin Cook did, right? Uh, the Steelers yeah. just got washed away in the run game in the entire first half of the game. So I just don't know that the Titans can do that um, the way that Minnesota did. So uh, I, I think the Steelers win this game, but uh, there is no way they make it a blowout for me. It's going to be close. I'm going to be screaming and getting new gray hairs for sure. Talk about the perfect matchup for coming off a of bye week. The Dolphins get to stay at home and host the New York Jets. Like, 
again, this is as a Dolphins fan, being the narcissist that I am, like they are, this is an easy win that they're going to make very difficult and probably like make me think they're going to lose. But I mean, this how is be, the spread only eight and a half? This should right be now. easy peasy lemon squeezy. It should be, but uh, the Dolphins don't do that. And I told you that you laugh every time because you watch it. You're like, oh no, it's happening. Well, look, again. Javon Holland, I think, just went on the COVID list too. So he's one of the yeah, many no, COVID the running people. backs. The running backs yeah. are on COVID. Right, right. Philip Lindsay just went in yeah. too. So uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, look, the Dolphins should roll them, but who knows who's going to be available, right? It's going to be screwing. Two at time. <laughs> We'll All see. right, Washington and the Eagles, another NFC East battle here. Don't know if we have Heineke. Don't, don't know if we have McLaurin in this one. You got the Eagles with uh, Hertz and company coming off a bye week to hopefully get things right. Man, this is a <laughs> I, I got that. I'm kind of like Washington uh, in this game, but we'll see. I liked Washington before uh, yeah, Heineke true. and McLaurin true. got hurt. And now that those guys are hurt, God, I think of going for the Eagles. I don't know. Hopefully this- Minshew's playing. he's not stop it uh this will be almost as bad as the texans and jaguars i think this game it could be it definitely could be it's gonna be some ugly football yeah you're right cardinals lions oh man poor lions poor lions (laughs) the angry cardinals yeah Cardinals just got got, i'm not gonna say got embarrassed on monday night football but they kind of got got beat at home that was their worst loss beat beat handily beat handily at home in a game they needed to win against the division rival they're going to come in here and Kyler's going to run all over these guys. Yeah, I mean this this does not look good for the Lions. So um, Kyler yeah. better be over nine k next week, or he's the cash game lock of the week. <laughs> yeah, I think he will be. Yeah, uh, Panthers Bills. This is a uh, Bills. This is a get right spot for the Bills. Get right, slump yeah. buster. However you want to say. Yeah, Mark it. Grace will be proud of this game. This is a smash Bills spot. Stack the Bills. They're going to roll over the Panthers. Yep. Bengals Broncos, like you said, but maybe Gordon out again means massive Javante week once again because you can run on the Bengals. You can run on the Bengals. I know they have a good D line, and the numbers say that uh, you can't run on them, but good backs have had great success against the Bengals. So it's very possible because we know they can't pass them. So um, this is an interesting game. The Bengals might actually roll in to Denver and do some damage. Let's go, Broncos. Let's go, Broncos. Let's go. Uh, I don't think it's going to work out that way i'm surprised they're they are home favorites to open so uh surprising uh to me anyway but uh i don't know man i think since he rolls in this game i don't think it's very close teddy bridgewater makes a couple mistakes and the Bengals see, roll see drew lock at some point in this game have a weird, <sighs> feeling, a weird feeling about that one i mean i don't i would not be shocked he's worse than teddy but at least he can throw the ball down the field and give them a chance okay yeah I mean, he loves to throw it to yes, not the other team. Form. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Falcons, Niners, Niners. This should be another get right spot for them to or keep getting right spot. Move to eight and six and, uh, and make some noise here. Yeah, I, I mean, this is just one a lopsided game. There's a bunch of them this week, and you know, it's just the later you weekly tradition. It's a weekly tradition. The later you get in this season, you know, like after week twelve, there's just some lopsided spots, and this is definitely one of them. Uh, hopefully, Atlanta shows enough on offense to stay competitive, but I have my doubts. A fun one, Seahawks, Rams, Seahawks, back-to-back good games. You've seen them kind of coming back to life here. Teams that they should come back to life against helps a lot. They got the Rams, big Monday Night Football win at home in the uh, the spaceship down there in L.A. So I think it's a, a good time for the Rams to remind the Seahawks that they're still not that good. Everything in my heart says Rams murder, right? But in my brain, I've seen Russell this this Wilson. rival 
this rivalry here, when the Seahawks are bad and the Rams are good, the Seahawks beat the Rams. When the Seahawks are good and the Rams are bad, the Rams beat the Seahawks. It's just there is something yeah. about this one. It's the, that, it's the that, NFC West, man. It's ridiculous over there. It has some weirdness in yeah. it. So, and I think, you know, you see this line of six and a half, you go smash. Give me the Seahawks. I didn't realize it was that big. Give me the Seahawks. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I, I think your initial thought, if you watch these two teams play this year, you would think, well, why is oh, this Rams, not a 10 yeah. point? But, but yeah, the rivalry here is weird, dude. So um, I'll probably be taking the Seahawks plus the points, but I don't like this game. Yeah. Uh, Packers, Ravens, loving this one for the Packers to get to 11 and 3. Go, Pack, go. Yeah. I'm a huge Packers fan this week. Let's go, Pack. Love it. Um, Love it. And I do think they win. You know, even if Lamar plays, probably not going to be quite 100%. Uh, too many injuries right now in the season for uh, the Ravens. So uh, I do think the Packers win that game. Sunday night football Saints at the Bucks. Another week for the Bucks. The Bucks last four games are so easy, by the way. Really, <laughs> they got the Panthers twice. Just throw it out yeah. there. Um, so like as much as I like the Saints, you got Taysom Hill, you got Kamara. That's it. So um, yeah, <laughs> Bucks, Bucks should have some fun in this one. Yeah, this is another smash spot. Like uh, you know, uh the Bucks defense uh playing a little bit better. Um I, I just I should have flexed Saint- out of this one, all I gotta say. I think so too. The Saints just don't have a lot, but you know, I mean, if you got stuff to do on Sunday night, at least you can go see a movie or something and know that this one is going to uh, the week before Christmas. So yeah, right. This one is going to probably not be very competitive. No doubt about that. And last but not least, Monday night football, the bears paid the national progress to put them on so many games this year. Vikings (laughs) at the bears. At least we get to see fields again, do some awesome things. I think he can be awesome enough to keep this game interesting. That's all I got to say. I think say. the Bears can win. Yeah, with I, Fields, I think... I, he's got that unicorn sense that can keep them in games. This so, is their Super I'm Bowl, in. too, right? This yep. is the let's knock a division rival out of the playoffs. On Monday Night Football. On Monday Night Football on national TV. So I think they can do it. Uh, will they do it is a big question. Because if you get good Kirk, once again, in some uh, national televised game. But Kirk was great on Thursday. Yep. And they have a little extra rest and all that stuff. So, um I think my gut says the Vikings, but I can easily see the Bears making this a really close game, if not winning it outright. All I know is I don't know what the line is yet, but uh, I haven't looked, but I'm ready for the over in that game. Give me uh, the 44. Over. Yeah, give me the over right now. Unless it's like snowing or something stupid, but which yeah. I could probably still take the over, but it is Chicago on a Monday night in December. So I can only imagine what the weather could possibly be, especially as we have like monsoons in California right now that are going to be heading that way. So I can only imagine what they got coming up. Mm. But yeah, I think Cousins will throw on them. Fields will have his fun. Gonna be a fun. I, I, it's, it's a good Monday night game considering the teams aren't that good. Yeah, so that'll very be much fun. so. De- definitely not the Texans and the Jacks. No, so no, God, we're good there. We're good. Yeah, the the nationally televised games at least have they're, they're competitive outside yeah. of Tampa Bay and New Orleans. You know, the Saturday games are good. Raiders and Cleveland match up pretty well. New yep. England and. Indy and the Chargers and Chiefs, especially with the Chargers at home. Like, they're at least some competitive games outside of Sunday night. And that's a division rivalry. So, who knows? Yep. A lot of division games to finish the season out. So, that's yeah. it, like you said, it, it, you never know. These teams always find ways to play their division. It's like college basketball and football. Like, I'm at Wisconsin, every time they go to Northwestern, it's the worst thing on the planet. And it's just something <laughs> about the, divi- the conferences, man. It's just, it's the way things work. You got their numbers. But uh, we'll have more for you guys this week. And right. if you if you need even more, you get the Line Star app. It's cheap and it's got 
awesome tools. I've even, I've even had people message me that uh, followed me for a long time that didn't know I was doing LionStar and like, oh, you're doing LionStar. So I listen to the podcast and they, they checked out the app. I'm like, why do more people not know about this? Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like telling you, like, there's so many cool tools. I played D- DFS for a long time and it's easy to use and great stuff. So if you're new to it, check it out for the, just finish the football season with it. It's a month package. You have four weeks left. Just go give it a shot and see if it's worth it for you. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Plus all the other sports it has, all the other content, it's really right. good stuff. But if you have any questions, just hit me up on Twitter at BDN trick. Check out Bogman at Bogman sports. Line star is at line star app and at line star NFL. We'll be back with you guys next week with more episodes of the pre-snap podcast. But for now, catch you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening to pre-snap podcast presented by line star. Please like comment, subscribe and rate for good karma in your fantasy football.